0: This is the inside pitch with your host, Christopher Lockhart, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, it's still still Christopher Lockhart still the inside pitch uh, this is our last show of the uh summer. We're gonna take a little summer hiatus and we're gonna come back in September. We haven't nailed down our date yet, uh, I'll be teaching. In September, so I've got to try to work out that schedule. I'm going to go to um, University of Texas, Austin. I'm also going to teach there for a little bit. So I'm going to be sort of bouncing around, and, and um, I like to do this from my office. You know, it feels more official. I don't like to do it from the road. I just I like to do it here, in beautiful Beverly Hills. So at any rate, uh, this is the inside pitch where uh, I torture you with my voice and you torture me with your pitch. That's what we do here. Once a month, the objective of this podcast is for writers to uh, call in with uh, questions and or pitches or story ideas and share them with me. And in the very limited amount of time that we have, uh, I will sort of offer you some feedback. My uh, opinion on the overall pitch, sort of in an antiques roadshow kind of fashion, maybe offer you some uh, story advice obviously it's going to be very limited because i haven't read your script and uh but maybe even i can offer you an epiphany or two uh as you're maybe trying to still break your story trying to figure it out so that's what we do here And every now and then it it seems to turn out okay and uh so my name is uh, Chris Lockhart, and uh, I work at WME, which is uh, the world's largest diversified talent agency. I'm also a, a film producer and uh, an educator. And so I take my show on the road, uh, which is here uh, at the Inside Pitch with, uh, of course, the uh, the, the guidance of producer Kevin Hill. And uh, so here you are at least like two or three of you, I hope. And uh, typically, uh, as I said before, we would um, have a date. Uh, You know, we always like to throw out a date for our next show. But uh, alas, uh, we're going to hold off and we'll announce our September date, um, probably in September before uh, we re-premiere. Is that a word, re-premiere? Hmm. Um, you got some email for us you can uh, contact us at the inside pitch mail at gmail the inside pitch mail at com. very simple we're also on Facebook it's facebook com slash group slash the inside pitch or just do a search for the inside pitch on Facebook we've got about 3600 members and it's an interesting place so uh, come join us there if you like. You know, you could also call in right now. You could call in to me right now if you had a question, for example. Uh, and that's at 646-716-9113. 646 Call right now. This is live. 646 9113 And we've got a screener. He's practically sort of like, you know, sleep at the switch so you can get by him and, you know, say nasty, stupid things. And and, uh... I'm checking out our Facebook page right now and I'm seeing who's who's listening. I'm kind of like the woman from Romper Room. Remember how she used to hold up that thing in front of her face and she could see, oh, there's Billy and Joey and Mary. So I can see Phil and Rich Weems and Julie and, Steve, look at that. There you are. Steve just flew in from Ireland. So uh, at least that's what he says here. Um, I wanted to, before we get to um, our guest tonight, I I, I wanted to just talk very, very briefly about uh, something that I wrote about on the Inside Pitch uh, earlier in in the week uh, about log lines. And uh, some of you know that I've written a sort of very long, uh, laborious uh, article about log lines. Uh, So I just sort of found another way to condense it because looking at the log lines on the inside pitch and even hearing pitches here, it just always seemed like there was an ingredient that was missing. And it was just always like, gee, how come they don't have the, the very basic ingredients to, you know, putting together the most basic story pitch. And so I've coined this uh, idea of the three C's, you know, sort of like how you look at diamonds, you know, it's clarity, cut, and mm, something. But uh, carrot. And uh, here it's concept, character, and conflict. So when you think about your story, just in the most basic, basic, Think of the concept, the character, and the conflict. Now, really in order to sort of have a movie idea, you need to have all three. This was the idea of of having all three, the concept, the character, and the conflict. So just using liar, liar as an example. The concept is uh, a lawyer who uh, has to tell the truth for 24 hours. That's the concept. The character is this uh, lawyer, rather, I guess, I don't know if we're going to say unethical, but but clearly a, uh, uh, what's that word, uh, liar. What's that word? Somebody help me out here. Come on. You're uh, uh, not psycho, uh, hmm, just like my ex-wife. Well, what, what do you uh, kind of hate when words slip out, but um, – But, you know, he's a pathological, thank you, he's a pathological liar. And um, so that's your character, right? So, you know, you have um, a pathological lawyer who has to tell the truth. And so that's your um, character and your concept. But your conflict then comes in that um, he has to win what basically amounts to the biggest case of his career. So you need all three of those elements to really create the movie idea. Because if you just have a lawyer who is compelled to tell the truth, which would be your concept and your character, then you don't, don't have that conflict, which is the, 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 the track that, that your story runs on. You know, your story's got to go from, you know, fade in to fade out. That could be 120 pages, so you just can't have a guy who's compelled to tell the truth for twenty four hours. That's not a movie. That's an idea. That's a, a sketch on Saturday Night Live. But now you gotta turn it into a movie. And you do that by injecting it with the conflict, which is he has this 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 truth telling dilemma um at what's really sort of the pinnacle of his career. And um, he needs to win this lawsuit. And this is a guy who's probably never won a lawsuit before uh, without telling lies. So now we sort of have a much better idea of what the movie is. And those are just the three little elements. And that's where you start. And now you can start, and you can brainstorm from there, and, and say, okay, so what does this mean then? You know, what does this look like? And then, and then you come up with all the other stuff. Okay, so he has to tell the truth for 24 hours. Why? Is it a bet? Um, uh, you know, is it uh, part of an initiation? Uh, maybe you say, oh, you know, maybe uh, he uh, uh, it's like a genie, you know, out of a bottle. and uh, Or maybe his kid makes a birthday wish. And, you know, you just keep sort of playing around. But you have those three basic elements. And the three basic elements might change. You know, as you come up with other ideas, you might begin to swap stuff out and say, well, you know, so I don't really like the idea of a pathological liar. Instead, I'm going to make him be a this, you know, or a that. I mean, you know. Obviously, being a pathological liar in this particular case works very well. But regardless, uh, I mean, that's that's sort of how the process can start. I mean, you know, there's a thousand ways. Often people will sort of say, gee, this guy on the street corner is such an interesting character. So then you start there. And then, you know, your question would be, okay, so I have this guy. He's really interesting, but he's not a movie. He's not a movie until I have... A concept and then I have conflict so you create it from there or maybe you just sort of stumble upon the concept first or maybe the conflict you know there's no right way to sort of do this but ultimately if you're going to tell a dramatic story you need to have these elements so think about them in terms of the three C's these are just very simple it's concept character and conflict so if you were to look at Jaws you know your concept is you've got this um man eating shark at a uh summer resort and uh you've got a character who's a um who's a sheriff who maybe uh you know is kind of like a landlubber you know doesn't really like the sea all that much and the conflict is he has to kill the shark he has to hunt the shark and kill it so it's just it's kind of that simple and now you have the, the, the very basic foundation in which you can start to flesh out the story. But the truth is, is that just about every single time somebody pitches something to me, they always leave out something. And they, typically, they leave out the conflict. And this is why I always say, without the conflict, you have no movie. So, um, And also, too, the conflict doesn't have to be so convoluted and, and long, you know, it's uh, I see this a lot on the Inside Pitch page where when a person defines the conflict, they do it in like, you know, 3,000 words. When really, you should be able to define your conflict in, you know, five or six words. You know, it's like in Hamlet, you know, he's got to avenge the death of his father. It's pretty simple, and that's a complicated play. So um, I think the idea of this is that is that screenwriting is actually very, very simple, but it's very, very hard. Because at its roots, everything should be very, very simple. And then you complicate it from there out, as opposed to starting with something that's amazingly complicated and then trying to make it even more complicated. That's where people completely fuck up and where scripts never make any sense. So this is a way to, I think, sort of help you look a little bit sort of deeper into... Uh, story in the most simplistic way imaginable. And, you know, look, if you're Aaron Sorkin, you're probably going to do this a different way. But regardless, Aaron Sorkin scripts will still have the three C's in them. But if, you know, you're sort of just getting your C legs and trying to figure out this whole screenwriting process, this is a a pretty pretty basic way to do it, I think, just to sort of help you out and... uh, nail those three very very basic elements that seems like every uh every writer on the planet just seems to forget so three c's you got it three c's for story: your concept your character your conflict very easy and now we're going to put it to the test because we have our friend mona on the phone i believe at least she's about to be my friend <laughs> Are you my friend, Mona? Are we going to be friends?
0: Yes, I think so.
1: You, you, you think so? You're not sure. Yeah, I hope so. Well, what can I do to to convince you that we will be friends?
0: I'll just listen to my pitch and give me some advice on it.
1: Oh, you know something, you've come to the right place. First of all, tell me where you're calling from.
0: I'm um, Ohio.
1: Ohio. Where in Ohio?
0: Um, in Stowe.
1: Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, mm. why did I ever leave Ohio? Just so I know of that song. Anyway, um, all right, so you got a little something that you're going to share, yes? Is this, is this a completed screenplay? Have you just started this? Where are you at in the process?
0: Um, it's a completed screenplay.
1: Okay. And uh, have you started to send out queries for this screenplay yet, or...?
0: Um, I sent out a few, um but I'll need some i needed your advice on log lines, so I um uh, rewritten my log line and I hope that it's good enough for me to start sending it out more to more okay. agencies. Well,
1: and, and and what what has the response been so far? Have you gotten any
0: kind of response yet? Um, well, um, no I haven't. Okay. <laughs> so That's all right. Listen. Yeah
1: that's fine. I mean that would be probably fairly typical, even if you had a great idea. You know, it's a numbers game, so you have to often you gotta send out, you know, three hundred queries if you, you know, are expecting to get eleven or twelve answers. If you only send out six or seven mm-hmm. uh, then you know, your odds of getting a response crash even more. And of course if your idea is only mediocre um, or your pitch sucks, then uh you know then maybe you've got no chance at all, so all right, so we're gonna see what we can do. you know, I don't make any promises i'm not I'm not a miracle worker, but uh let's be a team now for the next few minutes and try to work this out. So you want to start with your log
0: line? Yes, I do,
1: okay, why okay. don't you tell me what the uh what the genre is?
0: It's a romantic comedy,
1: okay. So go ahead with your logline.
0: Okay. Uh, Two single uh, women create Mr. Wright in their next best-selling novel, but finding him off the pages is damn near impossible. Their words bring love to life.
1: Okay. So uh, this sounds a little more like a... Um, sort of a concept, but sort of what we're really missing, I think, is the conflict, which is what spoke about earlier before you and I met. And it's very common for writers to typically sort of leave that part out. Uh, which always sort of amazes me because that's really what the movie's about. So um and then of course if you've written the screenplay and you don't pitch to me the conflict, then I am always wondering, gee, you know, how does this writer sustain this screenplay for at least ninety pages? And uh so I'm thinking, oh, it's probably dull, not a lot of tension, probably meandering a lot, um, you know, and those are all symptomatic of not having a strong um conflict because the truth is is that remember drama is conflict, and so without mm-hmm. conflict you 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 have no drama, you have no screenplay and okay. well um, i
0: put I put um a second part to that where it says um that dating becomes a struggle when their words bring love to life
1: all right, so let's start with the first part of this, okay you have you have two friends, and they they write a book, correct? Yes. Okay, and the book is about how to
0: meet Mr. Wright. Uh, yes, they're trying. They're writing novels. They're not really friends at first. Okay. One is, yeah, you know, one is a protagonist, and the and the other writer is a unknowing antagonist, meaning that she doesn't realize that she's um, she has an enemy.
1: Okay, and so friends. okay, so, all right, but so let's let's start with let's sort of break this down in terms of the three C's, okay? And let's let's start with uh, C for character, okay? So uh, basically, whose story is this? It's, whose um, whose story is it? You know, you can have two, you know, two two leads, but, but even still, even in a lot of romantic comedies, you know, you might, you know, you've got the male and the female, but typically um, the story belongs to either the male or the female.
0: Uh, it's the protagonist's story. Um, it's whose story? It's, the, it's the, um, one is one female. Uh, she's the protagonist. She's very sarcastic, Um about fine okay. So love. it's a
1: female. Right. All right. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. but now she teams eventually with with another writer, correct? Yes. Okay, and that other writer is a woman?
0: Yes. They don't really team up together. What happens okay. is that um they start writing their own novels and okay. whatever happens in that one novel, the other um novelist experiences it in real life.
1: Okay. Okay. Fine. And, um, all right. Well, I, I kind of,
0: Hmm,
1: concept sounds familiar to me. I don't know if you've pitched it to me before. Have you ever pitched it to me before somewhere? Is it no, possible that I, I, I might've read fa- it?
0: I was on Facebook though.
1: <laughs> okay. So maybe you pitched it there and, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing it. Okay. That's fine. And, um, all right. So, my big question then is, because you said it's a romantic comedy, that means unless this is a lesbian romantic comedy, which I'm perfectly fine with um then I'm going to assume um that there is a man in here Am I yes, wrong? There,
0: okay there, there there are there are a couple of men
1: actually okay, there's a couple of men all right What? Yeah. so so there's a man in one woman's story and there's a man in in another woman's story, is that correct
0: yeah Yes. Okay. Uh Right.
1: Okay. So, first off, I I think you know the the concept is kind of interesting, but to me, it's very—it's like you've got to be an amazingly good writer to pull to pull this off, because um, you're basically, in a sense, you're writing two two scripts, right? Yeah, yes, I mean, uh-huh. in in a sense you're writing two different romantic comedies that are sort of linked with this magical concept of um what one person writes happens in the other person's life. Is that correct? That's correct. Mm-hmm. All right. And um I mean that's interesting but uh it sort of sounds like it could work like you know with sort of the symmetry and all and you know look not not every story is always going to uh, fit that that sort of archetype of um a single protagonist uh pursuing a, a goal uh you know there's all sorts of atypical structure that mm-hmm. that um writers use and um even though still drama will always subscribe to many of the same. Uh, techniques but even still you know there are a lot of screenplays especially like let's say in Europe that don't that 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 don't use our sort of typical Hollywood um, you know um, hero driven storyline and 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 yours may not you know yours might do something very different my fear is is that um is that it, it it just would be very very difficult to to pull off successfully because um i'm not really sure sort of where this goes that's the thing so let me try maybe to ask a couple of questions all right uh, okay. because okay so you've got these two women you're telling me that basically one is sort of the the protagonist and then there's this other woman. But yet it seems like to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like they both get sort of an equal amount of screen time, is that correct?
0: Yes. Uh-huh. Right. But the the protagonist has a little bit longer. All right, uh, and screen bec- time.
1: but 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 do you do you basically know what it means sort of to be a protagonist in a story? Do you yes. know what that means? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so for those who don't really understand what that means, the protagonist is the person of, of whom within the story is faced with the dilemma. You know, the the conflict in the story that other C uh, affects this protagonist. And it's this protagonist that we view, that we perceive, that we experience the, the the movie through. We look at the movie through this person's eyes. And this is the person that we're rooting for. This is the person that we want to, to win in the end. Whatever it is that this person is struggling to overcome, we want this person to win. And so... Um, Ultimately, you know, in terms of 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 the story, you you can have uh, two people, uh, you know, maybe one who we sort of like, and then the other one who we sort of don't like. But then, as the story progresses, we do like them both. But then, when that happens, then the question is, who does the audience root for? And typically, in these kinds of movies, what will happen is 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 that you know you'll get character A. Is sort of fighting with character B, but then eventually character A and character B, typically by the end of the second act, would then sort of come together because of some you know common tragedy that has occurred, and then they team up and go against the real antagonist in the movie. And that's typically that's the what way happens. Hollywood...
0: Okay, yeah, that's, okay, there we yeah, go. that's what's okay. happening. So then,
1: <laughs> all right, but but you're playing the story out on two different planes. Right? Because you've got the one story that's unfolding because of what one writer is is creating, and you have another story that's unfolding based on what the um other writer is creating. Is that correct?
0: Yes, but they have two different viewpoints on love, that's what makes it different, and also they um their audience is different. One is uh, a young adult, and the other is a sensual romance writer.
1: So, and, and uh, let me ask you a question: How do we, the audience? So, I'm watching this movie. Okay, what am what am I seeing? So, so I'm seeing the one writer who's writing this like um, uh, young adults version, and then this other one. Are are, the, are they are they both telling the same exact story? With the same exact characters, only it's in different genres. Uh,
0: they're, they're telling how they they want to meet their Mr. Right, um, but they're telling it um, a, with a different twist.
1: Okay, let me ask and, you a question. And, and,
0: and they're being and their characters that they're writing uh, the stories about. Um, when whatever they write, the other character um, in the script experiences. Yes, right. I do t- the exact same right. thing. Right. I totally
1: get that. But then, in theory, you have two completely different storylines that are occurring in your movie, and yet, and these two and these two different storylines are occurring in two different worlds. You know, one in the imagination of one writer and one in the imagination of the other writer. So yeah. these worlds are separate. So the question is, at some point, how do these worlds come together? You know how do they come together? Because you just said that these two people eventually, um, com- you know, they combine forces and they then sort of try to thwart an antagonist who you have not yet even spoken about.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so, just sort of in the pitch, I'm unclear. If I were to read the script, I might, I might understand it better. Although I might say, ugh, this is this is done terribly. Um, mm-hmm. And it might very well be because I'm kind of confused by it. but I think my big just just sort of a creative question is, so were you sort of intrigued with this with this idea of one person writing what's happening in the other person's world, and vice versa? Was that sort of your concept? Because I'm wondering why, you know what, what was your impetus to create another female character? What was your there? Uh, because if this is because if this is a romantic comedy, then it's typically you know boy gets girl or you know girl gets boy or girl gets girl or boy gets boy, and then boy loses girl and boy gets girl that's that's your romantic comedy, so maybe this is not a romantic comedy, and maybe you need to not call it a romantic comedy because because so far I'm not hearing anything about a romantic comedy, you know uh-huh. um. Just because well, the
0: rom- the rom- listen romance to me, just with- ju-
1: just because it's a comedy that has romance does not mean it is a romantic comedy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay, do you understand that because yeah. romantic comedies are a very specific genre, and they subscribe to you know certain principles that 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 people expect you know genre is a genre because of certain uh narrative elements that appear within the screenplay and um, now there are many, many comedies that have romance in them, but it does not make them a romantic comedy. So yours may not be a romantic comedy. It just might be a comedy. And (laughs) this is important because, because when you say romantic comedy, I'm expecting to hear certain elements, you know, in theory, the thing that should be most important in your story is um, you know, boy gets girl or girl gets boy. Boy loses girl. Boy gets girl. That's the most important element in in a romantic comedy. You've never even, you haven't even gotten to that. You know, your whole thing is about this one writer writing this and the other writer writing that. You know, it sort of sounds a little bit like um, what was that Will Ferrell movie? Um, where everything, remember that? Uh, anybody on the Inside Pitch page, help me out. What was that um, Will Farrell movie, the one with, um, I think, Emma Thompson as the voice in, in his head? What was that called? Um, anybody? Somebody will come up with it eventually. Um, but at any rate, that's sort of Stranger Than Fiction, thank you. So, um, uh, and it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but. Uh, does Stranger of the Fiction sort of have a similar element to this? And I'm asking the inside pitch page. You can just give me a yes or a no. Great. Julie doesn't answer my question. She just says, I was in that movie. Julie, this isn't about you right now. Okay? This is not about you. This is about Mona and, and her story. So to me, uh, I would not call it a romantic comedy. Okay? That's... That's number one because at this point I'm not hearing anything that even resembles a romantic comedy. That's not bad. It's just that you set me up. You know, you set me up for um for an expectation. Uh, you know, okay. I was expecting to hear certain things. And by the way, that's you, you that that's death in a pitch. That's okay. death that's death in a pitch, you know. If it's like it's like if you it's like if you tell somebody, Oh yeah, 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 I have a you know, I have a horror movie and really, you end up sort of pitching a thriller. Somebody's going to say, "Gee, that doesn't sound very scary."
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you set so would yourself it up like to. be like
0: a fantasy comedy? Yeah,
1: you know, it, it it sounds a little bit to me. Although, you know, with all due respect, it, you know, it still sounds completely jumbled um, mm-hmm. because you know I'm not really sure exactly what 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 your conflict here is. I get I get the concept of these you know of these of these two women writing stories that are creating the experience of the other writer. I get that, you know, and Mm -hmm. and that to me could be potentially interesting and it could be, and it could be funny. And although we haven't gone into the details of the characters, I'm going to assume that, you know, they're, that they're two writers, but, but they're different. They have their own unique personalities. That I get. But but what I'm really not understanding is the conflict. So again, to me mm-hmm. so far, this this sounds like
0: a Saturday night a Saturday Night Live sketch. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the conflict is that they're dating. When they're dating, that's when the conflict comes in with the yeah, but with that, the guys they're dating.
1: Yeah, that's vague. That's sort of mm-hmm. um, that's episodic. That's not what a movie. That's not what a mm-hmm. movie is built upon. Mm-hmm. You know, a movie's not built upon that. You know, a movie's built upon something much more powerful than just, oh yeah, you know, they're dating. Again, you know, that mm-hmm. sounds like a Saturday Night Live episode. But okay. what I'm not hearing is sort of, you know, it's like, uh, listen, I'll be honest right here. Uh, I will say that I sort of think your concept is is interesting. It sounds a little stranger than fiction like. You should probably see that movie. It's with Will Farrell. And um a, a, but to me at at this point in time it's merely a concept. You know, I'm not really hearing what the movie is. And like I always say, just because you've written a screenplay doesn't mean you've written a screenplay. So um you know, yeah great, you can tell me that you've written 120 pages, but that doesn't mean that you know you got any of the elements Right, you know that you actually have, uh, you know, a, a fully working screenplay. So, um, uh, so you know, it's like I, I really, you know, it's like I really want you to sort of tell me, you know, what what the movie's really about. But at this point in time, if you haven't told me what it's about, my my gut feeling is that it isn't about anything. And so you have an interesting starting point, but then what happens, you know? All right, so they go on dates. Right, so what? So, like, what does that mean? So they go on dates and the dates are bad or this or that. I get it. But, you know, after 10 minutes of them going on different dates, the audience is going to say, okay, move on. You know, like, what is this about? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Does that uh-huh. make sense to you? Uh-huh.
1: So... um, I don't know. So, can you can you like address that at all? Is they okay. so they well, go maybe, on dates? Is like is like anything else happening?
0: Uh, well, um, they're, they're okay. The protagonist, the first protagonist, um, they're, they're actually trying to complete their their romance novel. Um, one is having um, difficulty because of her, of her inability to you know get past the hurt that she's experienced.
1: Right, so and, so okay so listen now I understand all this and I believe that you sort of have your characters and their backstories nailed down I I believe that and like most writers um, you want to talk about everything but what it is that I need to know which is the conflict so let's so let's so let's stick with that for a minute okay because by the time we're done with this call and we got to end it momentarily I want you to sort of realize that okay i haven't been able to articulate what my conflict is or i don't really have a conflict you know i have a concept and i got people going out on dates for 50 pages but that's it mm-hmm. you know i'm not hearing any rising action i'm not hearing any plot points you know i'm not hearing where it all goes bad and and then you know how it all gets good again I don't know what we're rooting for here. What are we rooting for? Why are we sitting through this movie? What do I see in the trailer that makes me say, God, I have to go see this? You know, I don't know where the emotion is here. It doesn't mean that it's not in your script. It could be. You just might not be able to articulate it, but I just, I don't believe that. I'm not not a believer in that, only because I've been doing this so long that 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 the empirical evidence is always if somebody can't tell me what's in their story, it's not in their story. It's just that simple. So um, this isn't bad. This doesn't make you a criminal. This doesn't make you a failure. Um, you know, you I think you know you sort of have been bitten by the same bug that a lot of screenwriters that I meet are you know have been afflicted with which is this you know i have this concept i have this character but i don't have a conflict that really defines a movie that can hold the weight of a movie that is dramatic and cinematic do you have any rebuttal for my it's my tirade
0: um i understand what you're saying i do um And maybe I'm not articulating it right, but I do have major points and the turning points and. Okay, so
1: then, all right, so then tell me then sort of, tell me what, just very very briefly now, and then like a sentence, you know, like what happens at the end of the second act? Typically, the end of the second act is the low point for the characters when everything sort of fails, when you know everything that they've been struggling for. And I'm assuming that in this, they're struggling to try to find a mate, I'm I'm, I'm guessing. Um, but so then, you know, what happens at that, at the end of the second act? In just one sentence, you should be able to define it for me in one sentence. Okay.
0: Um... And it's
1: okay, you know, again, listen... It's okay for you to you know for you this isn't about me trying to be right, you know I don't care mm-hmm. this is you this is your script, this has nothing to do with me. This is merely me trying to sort of get you to see the truth about your story. I get it, yeah, you know, look, you can tell everybody that it's dramatic and it's got all the points and it's got this and that, but then when somebody like me who knows what he's talking about asks you now all of a sudden you can't answer the you can't answer the questions. And uh that doesn't mean you're a liar. It just it just means that you know maybe I got to go back to square one a little bit. You know, maybe I need to really think about this. Now, ha- have you had anybody read your script? Uh yes, I have.
0: Okay. Um, and so and what's yeah, go ahead. Um well, I had one person read it at uh 15 pages and um they wanted oh, six, to six, read six. more. But oh. I, I <laughs> <didn't>.
1: <laughs> and they listen, they always want to read more. And then when you give them more Oh, uh, they're like, oh, um, yeah, you know, look, a screenplay is not 10 pages, screenplay is not five p- pages, screenplay is not 15 pages, a screenplay is everything that comes in between fade in and fade out. And so, uh, you know, unless a person has read your entire script. Uh, you know, I, I, I will almost never, ever give feedback on pages, ever, because mm-hmm. all I can tell you from a page is, okay, great, you know, you write some good visuals, and yeah, you know, this is clever, but that doesn't mean that you have a clue as to how to take all of the minutiae of a screenplay and put it together in all of its, you know, cause and effect and make it play out. So mm-hmm. it's really important that you get people to read it from beginning to end and maybe you can get some people on the inside pitch to read it. You know, maybe okay. you know, you could give it to three or four people. You know? Okay. Right. Go on the page um, and ask.
0: Okay. The end of act uh two, the the, ma- the major event that I have is that the um antagonist and protagonist um the manuscripts um the antagonist finds the manuscript um and that is coming to her life, everything that's you know she reads is coming to life. She finds and met the other writer's manuscript, okay. and um, what she does is she goes back to her apartment to rewrite it to see, you know, um, if everything that she's written is going to come to pass. She tries to um, prevent the um, other writer from meeting her, Mister Wright' because she doesn't really believe in in love anymore
1: okay so that helps you know that helps i'm still not sure sort of you know how you get from the concept to that point in the script um you know sort of what 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 transpires you know the cause and effect from scene to scene to scene to scene scene with rising action complications that eventually take me there but okay i get it um but you also said that at some point in the script they 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 chum up together. Is that correct?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because she. And meets, so when does that uh, happen?
1: But, so at what point does that happen? Because because now we're at the end of the second act. So when does that happen? When do they chum up?
0: Uh, they become. They meet at a, a coffee shop and they become uh, friends. in act in Act Two on page thirty nine.
1: Oh. Okay. But.
0: And, okay. and 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 uh, what happens is she um, the, the the protagonist she finds Mr. Wright that she's interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she starts having feelings for him, but he has an ex-girlfriend that comes into the picture, and um, they become friends because she's helping her with the ex-girlfriend.
1: Right, but this is all going on in the head of the other writer,
0: uh, because the other writer the,
1: is the one who's creating this world. Is that correct?
0: Well, at this point, at this point, they're, they're not writing. It's happening. She goes. Um, she doesn't oh, so then write what, about the ex-girlfriend I, coming into the picture.
1: Right, but so then, at what point in the story are the writers writing each other's
0: worlds? When does that happen? Uh, it it comes on it varies in different on different pages and no but at what
1: po- yes no no but at what point is that introduced when do you introduce that in the story when is the um, first time that we experience that in in the story um on page uh 30 30 all right mm-hmm. uh you know whether that's too early too soon uh you know it's hard to say without actually reading the script but to me you know it sounds like it's 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 an intriguing concept, but it sounds like you have, have a lot of things working against it. It doesn't sound like you necessarily have the world nailed down in a way that is particularly coherent. It should be incredibly simple. You should be able to explain this in the most simplistic terms. You know, it's really – it's like, you know, I always like to use minority report as an example, which is, you know, it's all this sort of compliment <laughs> – complicated cockamamie stuff but at its heart it's 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 about catching criminals before they commit the crime it's that simple to define and so you know anything in especially in a sci-fi world or a fantasy world you want to make sure that it is that it is very very easily defined and then um and then you can complicate it with it, with with everything that comes later. But uh, here it sounds overly confusing, complicated, and it also sounds like it's in competition with all this other stuff that's going on. So you might have also written too much. So as a pitch, as because I can't judge the screenplay, but as a pitch this doesn't work. All right. So I'm not going to judge the screenplay because I haven't read it. I would suspect that the screenplay doesn't work either, but as a mm-hmm. pitch it's... As a pitch, it's not working. And and from your logline, I think a lot of people are going to read the logline and say, huh, this doesn't really sound like a movie. It sounds like a concept, but not a movie. So I would suggest that you definitely try to get a couple of people to read it from beginning to end and get some feedback before you start to send it out. How's that sound? Okay. That sounds good. All right. Good. Alright, right, Simona. I'm going to say goodbye to you, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody because we're wrapping things up now, this is it, we'll be back in September everybody should get a little sun, remember your SPF and you should be writing and you should be reading and you should be coming to visit us on the Inside Pitch at Facebook and as always I appreciate uh, your support be safe this summer and uh, salute